BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. everyone you're listening to Stasi uh, straight up with Stasi I am in a bar in New Orleans with um uh, okay sorry about the sound if it's like toots annoying but I felt like you know I just wanted to be like One of the cool kids, you know what I mean? Going to a bar. I look like I'm hunting for ghosts with all this equipment. Like I should be on TLC's like paranormal. You know what I'm saying? Legit. But I am here with basically, I don't think I have two older, older, not in, in terms of age, but in terms of like friendship wise, older friends. I met these two. I might've met you before Shannon. The first day of kindergarten. First day of kindergarten. New Orleans, Louisiana, St. Pius X, Catholic school. Shout out to that Catholic Catholic shit. Okay. Uh, I met these two, Shannon Buckley and Chris Grow. Say hello. Hello. Okay, one of you guys has to wear the earphones. So I have earphones, okay? You know what I mean? It, like, helps in doing radio because you can, like, block out any sound, and it sounds like a radio show while you're filming it or recording it, not filming. Uh, one, you can rotate it, you know? This is some... This is some hood rat stuff because I only have two mics and two headphones. CBS radio. Uh, if you want to, you know, Get throw your girl shots. another one, <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So Shannon's wasted and Chris is sober. As always. So that's where we're at. You know what I mean? I've got like my best guy friend who's sober <laughs> and my best girlfriend who's drunk. It's not unusual. And, you know, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Comfortable. Comfortable. You know, Shannon just, I, I always feel like I'm the drunkie. And then... Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome Welcome home. Yes, exactly. So, Christmas holidays, right? I am in town with Patrick uh, for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, But we were in Michigan for the actual holidays of Christmas. Did you guys... Were you guys both here for Christmas? 
We were. I was. Both of you guys were. We were. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk. I'm going to say this again. If you're going to speak, you got to talk into the mic. I'm talking into the mic now. Yep. See? There you go. So <laughs> I wanted to just start off. Okay, actually, you know what? I'm going to tell both of you this. And I'm going to tell all you guys listening, all my little Khaleesi's, uh, I have a huge announcement to make. A huge announcement to make. Um, I'm an adult, and I, I have an announcement to make, which I will get to. But first, I want to go back and just kind of like recap some Christmas holiday situations. You know what I mean? Because I feel like everyone can relate to it. You guys can chime in. I just want to, I, I feel like I have to update people. First of all, I side note, I had Instagrammed a photo of Patrick and his best friend Adam from Michigan, and we were supposed to do a podcast together, and I recorded it, and it did not record. So I have everyone commenting on my Instagram being like, you're a loser. You're not doing your job. How's that any different from any other day, though? Well, you know, cool. Thanks for that. <laughs> so now I just like keep checking to be like, is it recording? Yeah, it's recording. So sorry, I'll have to just redo that podcast to everyone. But I just felt like I had to just like clear the air because I felt embarrassed that everyone's commenting on my Instagram photos and I feel like a loser. Anyway, okay. So packing for the holidays. Toad's annoying. You know what I mean? Especially when you're going to two... There, Okay, I'm just gonna give a I'm gonna give a a lesson on podcasting. You guys can't just nod because no one can hear you nodding. So Word. yeah, good enough. So don't feel like weird about like hogging the mic. You know what I mean? Just take it. If you have something to say, don't say it with your face. Don't say it with your facial expressions, with your eyes, with your head nodding left or right, up and down, like. Please feel free to hog the mic at any time, any point in time, and we'll go with it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. <laughs> Into the See, mic. See, Chris learned that. Into the mic. See, told, I told Into you. Into the mic. Into the mic. Never forget. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't have headphones. See? I don't have headphones, so I can't hear any. All, All right, right, look, Chris Chris is going to be a gentleman and give the headphones. So do you see what I'm talking about now? <gasps> that sounds so much better. Right? I'm sorry, right. Chris. All right. You Chivalry know. is not dead. You know what? I always <laughs> said that, like, boys had the shit end of the stick because, like, on Titanic, they die. You know what I mean? It's true. Women, we get to, we get to wear the, the headphones. But she didn't ride the horse side saddle at the end of the movie. That's true. That is true. Well... I just feel like that would hurt for men. You know what I mean? Can we really, like, do you want to go there? Laugh that into the mic, goal. too. That was her goal. I don't know why I remember I mean, that. Women are the ones that should be riding the real way. Let's be real. I've only ridden a horse once in my life. Do you have an opinion on it? I mean, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. Exactly. That's my point. Give me a golf cart. Yeah. Oh. Oh, me and you both. Let's be real. You know? Okay, so Patrick and I decided to go to Michigan for Christmas and New Orleans for New Year's Eve. Patrick had never been to New Orleans, and I had never been to Michigan during Christmas. So we did that, and that was so much fun. Um, we got to stay with his dad, who I don't know if, I, if you guys know this, and I actually haven't told any of... I haven't talked about this on my radio show because I didn't want to, like, overstep boundaries, but this summer... Patrick's dad was on a motor. He's a motorcycle rider, and he got into an accident and lost his leg. Oh my god! No, like, yes, <laughs> like it was. We thought he would die. We weren't sure what was like. It was 
probably, I couldn't imagine being in Patrick's situation or his sisters or his family. Like it was the absolute worst. And I didn't want to talk about it on my show because I didn't, until someone's fully recovered, you don't want to say anything about it. You sure, don't, yeah, sure. You don't want to. And so I, I just kept saying, you know, Patrick's going through a hard time. There's things going on. His family's going through a hard time. But so he lost his leg. But his every they thought he could be a vet. They were he was going to be a vegetable. They thought that he would his brain was never going to work again. There were so many things that could have happened. And luckily, it's all just been physical in terms of he lost a leg. He's had, you know, broken bones and his hand doesn't work right now and all that but his brain is totally there and he is just back to it's like back to normal like you would never even know if he wasn't on crutches like I've been so inspired by staying with him because I've never seen somebody work like literally do everything he like walks his dogs on crutches he cleans his car he he does everything and we were there to you know stay with him and help him and it almost felt unnecessary but I felt like I'm just very I'm very lucky that Patrick has a really cool family you know what I mean absolutely because when you start dating someone and what if they don't have a cool family that you don't get along with have you ever experienced that yeah um or like either of you like dated anybody where you're like I don't like their family or like I don't get along with them or like I don't it was it's never been a not like their family but definitely different cultures that's fine definitely. I mean that's fine though but it takes a little bit of getting used to if it's com- like just different ways you're brought up and just different backgrounds uh, even different hobbies where it's hard to relate, especially as a guy, right? Like, you want to go in and relate to the dad so you can have a good relationship with them, have a good conversation. And yeah. some are easier than others, um, obviously. Some put up a front in the beginning because that's their baby girl, and, you know, that's understandable. But um, different cultures, I don't know if I've ever met someone in, that I don't like off the bat. I don't know. Maybe that's just my personality. Uh, that might actually just be your personality. That might... <laughs> that might. I try to give people a shot and not, like, judge them straight off the bat, but trying to find a common interest can be difficult. And then you end up sitting in the living room, like... Twiddling uh, your thumbs. Like, okay. dealing with, like, empty air. Like, what's it called? Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. And I think... I had dated a guy for a long time whose family was from the Northeast, and being from New Orleans, I we're such a friendly bunch of, of people. Yeah, we're so ready to hug people and make conversations with people we don't know. And when you try and to interact with people who are, you know, yeah, from a different part of the country, it's it's a little bit different and. I almost felt awkward being around those people because I felt like they thought I was weird. Yeah. Because I wanted to come up and I hugged them when I first met them and they wanted to shake my hand. So it's just a little bit different, but, you know, you adjust. And also, I think, especially meeting for the first time, it's you're always thrown off your game because... You're going into, most of the time, it's a dynamic where it's you and your significant other. And your significant other, like, these are the people that raised her. The brothers and sisters are the people they've known all their lives. So, like, for example, 
Shannon's family, if you don't yeah. go in with like enthusiasm from the get go, well, it's a bunch of chicks. So well, let's be true, honest, it's but, a tough crowd. But if you, yeah, five chicks. It's yeah, rough. it's that's hard. If you don't go in and act like you've known them your entire life, then you're, you're not, eating alive. They're it's gonna like a pack shit of wolves. Talk to you. Yeah, they're gonna shit talk you hard. Why was that guy sitting in the corner all the time, Shannon? Why didn't he talk to us? Exactly. Right? I used to get that all the time. Thank See? God my boyfriend now is very social because my boyfriends in the past well side note i love your boyfriend (laughs) do you no he's like one of the nicest dudes and like most like charismatic like charming like good job he's pretty she's getting giddy good job (laughs) good job you know what i mean just crack crap the crack the i just said crap the wick (laughs) i I, crack the whip on that shit but yes i've dated people in the past where like i might not have gotten a, I always get along with people but like you just don't right. vibe right very lucky for sure very I'm very lucky with this situation I feel closer to Patrick's dad than I feel to Patrick sarcasm yeah okay uh-uh. <laughs> sarcasm but meaning I it was it's nice it, and you know what it does is it, it makes it easier it makes it easier but it also puts the pressure on the relationship right. because I'm obsessed with his two sisters I love his mom and I was there and I met his extended family who have already met most of them before but now it's like the third time I'm visiting Michigan and it's like does well now like we can't break up because I like your family <laughs> like even more than I thought I and did and when you do his family will blame him well, I like, hope guys so. Guys don't stand a chance in that <laughs> I sh- situation. I when sure hope so. When the whole family likes the girlfriend really, like a lot, and they break up, it's all, even the mom, especially with sisters. My friends that have sisters, the sisters always blame the brother when there's a breakup. Yeah, and but don't you think I have psycho vibes? So, like, maybe they know, like, well, she is a little bit cray-cray, you know? You have a little bit of a psycho vibe, but... You know, a slight psycho vibe. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what makes you you, stars. Thank you. The psycho vibe is what (laughs) makes me me. We're going to be totally honest with you. From the people that have known me the longest. Exactly. We can't bullshit you. Great. All your LA friends bullshit you. No one bullshits me. (laughs) Listen, I try and be a princess, and no one lets me be one, but especially you guys. There's only like a few people in the world that can tell Stassi to shut up. <laughs> like, well, that's for damn sure. I don't like when people tell me to shut well, up. Well, yes, like, but no the way. only few people she'll listen to. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You guys, I, I, I look forward for you know to you guys telling me to shut up when I try and be like, tell me how awesome I am. You know what I mean? I just like to, it's like, a, I'm like a little kid. I feel like the little sister, even though we're all the same age, like, I'm just going to try and annoy you as much as I possibly can totally. until you just push me down to the ground and smother my face in the mud. <laughs> Metaphorically. We have to keep you grounded. Yes. That's what exactly. we're here for. Nobody else does, so we have to keep you grounded. Everyone does. I'm telling you, you guys are just the worst. Yes. We're just the worst. Just yes. The worst. We're just the worst. Your best friends are always the people you hate the most. I mean, well, that's, that's... You respect us the most, though, right? I absolutely respect you guys the most. That's what I'm talking about. Well, because I feel like, you know, and I think everybody listening can relate to this. Um, when you grew up with people and you've known them through every single part of your life, and that's very rare that yeah. people get to still have the friends that... You know, you knew when you were getting out of being like a toddler, pretty much. 
Yeah. And people think our relationship, like our friendships, are so weird that yes. people that I, when I tell people that I'm friends with people from preschool and kindergarten, it's, it's like, like a weird thing. It's it's, totally weird. it's a totally weird thing to most people that, and I and it may be a regional thing. You know, I think that there are, but specifically our group of friends that we've just been always close for ever. Yeah, but so. do you know how lucky we are? We are lucky. No, like the most lucky. I don't we know a lot lucky. of people that and and for everyone listening, if you have this, but you're so lucky. Patrick came in and was like, "Yeah, I met all of his friends and I met all of his family members and like he he still has friends that he grew up with. We have like um a elementary school crew. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And he just kept being like, oh my gosh, you have no idea how lucky you are that you were still friends with the people you met in kindergarten. But like, a, you know, only the ones, you know, survival of the fittest, like only the ones that like, <laughs> you know, were able to like hang in there. So there's like, what, 10 people that I could say are in that crew? Yeah, just about. A little less for me. I'm only close to like a little less, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But still, okay, so again, I have an announcement that I want to make. Again, it's about being an adult, but Christmas. I still want to like talk about Christmas because, um, yes, I felt very lucky uh, because now I feel like Patrick and I could never break up, even if we got in the worst fight ever because it's like, well, shit. What are the odds of me finding a family that I'm going to like as much? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's rare. But another thing I realized over uh, the holidays was that I never want to have kids. You know what? I kind of second you on that one. Well, I was kind of being sarcastic, but I was going to go into something and then admit that I was sarcastic afterwards. But I want to hear why you don't want kids. (laughs) You know, I just feel like, I, I don't know if it's just the age that I'm at right now, but I think I'm a little too selfish. I have a dog right now, and a dog is so much responsibility. And I know that sounds ridiculous for people who actually do have kids. No, but I love dogs, and having, I have two. Exactly. And having a dog is so much responsibility. It's You have to make sure you have to get on, you know, at home on time to be able to take them out, to go do their business, to walk them, do everything like that. Having a child seems very overwhelming to me. I think if I were to ever have children, it would have to be mid-30s. Okay. Shamban. I feel the same way. I'm not ready right now. I'm not ready. Absolutely I, I not. I just don't even... There's a difference between not being ready right now and, and then ruling them out wanting, forever. Yes. Right? Like, so I'm not ready right now and I we're all in our late 20s and growing up, it was college is the best years of your life, which... I always told myself I didn't want to be that type of person that looked back and said, man, I wish I could go back to college, but I totally wish I could go back to college. So wish I. Could I only wish college. I could go back because I didn't have to pay for things, and I really like school. Do anything, and I love learning. I love it's learning like, too. It's I like, get it. Oh my god, it was the best. And then you get into the real world, and it's just right. Crying. But then people say your your late twenties are also a great time. In the and I mean, of course, every decade you go through has a milestone, but. These are years you never get back, and the way that I've always looked at my late 20s, or even this, just this part of my life, is this is the first time, this is the last time I can be selfish. And not selfish in like a, everyone in the bar focus on me, but selfish in a sense of like, 
I can. I'm, this is the only time where I can live for myself, where I can go out and if I decide to go to a bar on a Monday till twelve thirty, because one of my closest friends comes in from out of town. Thank you. Even though I have truly. to go to work at eight thirty in the morning, I can do that, and I don't have to answer <laughs> to anyone as to why I decided to do that. And uh, you know, being able to come and go as you please is a luxury that I want to be very much take advantage of to the fullest extent and not have to look back and be like, man, I grew up too fast. Listen, I think it's ironic that I have you two in front of me as I'm like talking about this because we're both on the same page. I think we're just like not ready to like fully. Absolutely not. Yeah. I, no offense to the people that are. Though. No, because I, I'm like, so I admire all the people that are ready and that were ready. But my whole point, okay, have you heard of Elf on a Shelf? I haven't. Y'all were talking about that last night. Have you heard of Elf on a Shelf, Chris? I, it was never a thing for us, but no. I am familiar with Elf on a Shelf because I have friends that now have kids. All right. Well, no let me just retell you about Elf on a Shelf. Tell me. surprised if you remember me talking about this the other night. I don't. I'm um, probably drunk. Great. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so Elf on a Shelf now is what every single kid, every parent has to has to do this. It is a little elf that some toy company decided to come up with to sell that, okay, on December 1st, the elf, okay, so the parents have to buy this elf, and all these right. kids think it's a real elf, right. okay? If, if you imagine a doll that the kids think it's real, it's a real elf, okay? And on December 1st, the elf shows up somewhere, and the kids have to go and find it all through the house. And the first day they show up, the elf shows up with, you know, fucking presents or some shit because kids need presents like every day. You know what I mean? Right. And so every day after that, until Christmas, the parents have to hide this elf somewhere in the house so that every single morning the kids wake up and look for the elf someplace. So you can't get drunk and forget to hide the elf because then when your kids wake up, mom, like the... The, the mama, the elf is, is in the, it's in the, it's in the same spot. And then you have to pretend that the elf had a seizure and just forgot to fly someplace else in the house. You know what I mean? So I have a friend that apparently hid the elf in the microwave and forgot that it Brilliant. was in the microwave. Yeah, I've heard of her in the microwave. I'm sorry. How do I not know about it's, this? It's is the this worst. Like a new Santa yeah, it's, sort of. Yeah, situation? Shannon, and it's not going anywhere. It's the worst, and that's why I, because I was staying with one of um, Patrick's sisters before we went and stayed with his dad, and she has two children who are the most amazing kids like so fun to be around it made being around like you know like you miss being around kids during Christmas yeah for sure you know what I mean and so it made like Christmas so special to like see kids opening presents like it was so much more special right but these kids (laughs) they have to have that elf and it's every kid it's not just them all the kids they have the elf and they name their own elf so every household now every family household has this elf so whoever came up with this god bless you you are a billionaire no shit seriously uh but it's the most work in the entire world it's also a parenting technique right so like be good because the elf's gonna go tell santa that you're bad exactly but do (laughs) kids ever really listen i mean it's all about trying to bribe your kids to not scream before the holidays and i mean i was the kid that screamed so sympathy 
to them and the parents that have to do whatever it takes to get their kids not to scream. Um, absolutely. So it's sympathy. just a tactic, pretty much. And, no, it's, parents are forced to because if your kid comes home and says every single other kid in my class has the elf and the elf didn't come to me. I can't believe this is a thing. It is a huge thing, Shannon. A huge thing. There may be a point in the time where you've just got to sit your kid down and explain to him why the other children believe there's an elf running around and what the real world looks like Because Mama's an alcoholic, <laughs> and she don't have time for that at midnight. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> and now I found out, because I asked his sister about it, I'm like, seriously? that is. I'm not having kids. That's a shit ton of work. No. Being sarcastic, I'm still going to have kids, but Meaning I was like say, every mother that listens to this show is just going to be like, you two have no idea complaining about well, dogs. It was it supposed is. to be a joke. Sure. I, was, I was supposed like, to build on a joke. Have no idea. But oh, she, we're, we're clearly way too immature to have kids, <laughs> even if we were ready to. <laughs> oh my god! But okay, can I just say that apparently now the the elves have to show up for birthdays. Birthdays, too? So now it's going to be, uh, you know what? I feel like whoever came up with no, this shit is I like, don't like it. it's going to take over the world. Parents are not going to have kids anymore because soon it's going to be like, St. Patrick's Day, Elf shows up. <laughs> Easter, Hanukkah, I don't know, Rosh Hashanah. I, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what are those holidays? Pretty sure Hanukkah and elves are not connected, but who knows? Listen, all I'm saying, it's hard out there. For some pimp parents. God bless parents nowadays. God bless parents. I feel like I should take a moment of silence. Hold on. One. Exactly why two. I don't want to be a parent. It's too much work. I don't want to have to do all that. I really that, don't. Stassi's trying to have a moment of silence I was having a moment of silence for parents that have to deal with that. Continuing to bitch about children <laughs> you don't have. It's okay. Um, I wanted to silence. I wanted to ask you guys another thing though, because I experienced something else in Michigan that I had not experienced before. Okay, so you know in New Orleans we all grow up Catholic, right? Even if our families aren't practicing it, we're just baptized yeah. it. You know what I mean? And then we yep. go to cat private like not. What's a, it's a Catholic school. We all go to boys' schools. All boys' schools are all girls' schools. Yeah, it's just. It's not like, oh, like, bougie. It's just how it is in New Orleans. It's, it's not bougie at all, actually. Yeah. It's just normal. And um, I'm used to, obviously, like you guys are, Catholic mass. And I like going to Catholic mass on holidays because I, I don't know, like, I don't really listen to the shit because I don't really like listening to the, I don't know. It's just not my thing. I just like being in a church because I think it's beautiful and, like, it's... I like being a part of tradition and something that, like, it makes you feel like you're in history, like, and that people were doing this hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and I like that. I like people that appreciate tradition. I like history. Shannon is, like, making a weird-ass face because she wants to get all political, and I'm scared. I don't want her to, like... We're not letting her go there, No. Though. Shannon's I, been getting political all night long, and she's going to scare people into, like, never subscribing to my podcast ever again. <laughs> I am an agnostic, so I, I don't necessarily believe in religion or Jesus Christ or God. Okay. Um, I believe in science, and I believe that there is a possibility of a higher power, but I, I at this point, I, I don't believe in in a God. Well, that's fine. I like when people have different... Speak up, though, because I think it's getting louder in this bar, and I feel like I'm going to get people tweeting me being like, this so podcast loud. is so, like, I can barely <laughs> listen to it. Well, you know what? Suck it up. You know, 
So I think that, I mean, for us, when we went to Catholic schools, it was something that we pretty much had to do because the education in New Orleans at the time we were in school, like public schools, just not that they weren't an option because God knows they had some good public schools in the city. We all have friends that went to public schools in New Orleans and they're still, they're very smart people. Yes. But there weren't a lot of good public schools. The options weren't there for us to go to really great public schools. So Catholic schools were there. Also, we all lived in the same neighborhood where we could all walk to Catholic to our school when we were in like third, fourth, fifth grade. So and uniforms, God bless them. I think that some point it was a convenience for our parents that didn't have to worry about taking us. Just like they could, they could trust that we were going to make it to school. And yeah, I mean, I mean, they still went so far as to like baptize all of us Catholic. Well, also they took, they went the extra mile. So I, I so I've had conversations with my mom about this, like why I am Catholic, because she's not. So like my dad's Catholic, my mom is Episcopalian, and. One of the reasons she gave me was plain and simple that it was just going to be easier to raise me Catholic than anything else because I was already going to school to learn about all this stuff. So, like, while we were baptized, we didn't do anything extra to be Catholic. Like, people that went to public school that are Catholic went to catechism, you know, Sunday school. Right. All that. They had to go to extra classes to get confirmed and all that. No, we We just just had to go to religion class every day. Right. Uh, Right. Ten times worse. (laughs) And during Lent, we did the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, we did all those plays. And I was, like, always super pissed that I wasn't, like, picked for the lead. Because I'm like, obviously, I'm the one that likes to be on stage. Are you guys just purposely doing this because it's Catholic school and you want everyone to get a fair chance? You were, like, the background singer in the chorus. Always, because they were like, I don't want to give you that much attention. (laughs) Sorry, I even thought this when I was, like, 10 years old. I bet you did. No one doubts that. We well, knew you when you were 10, Stas, you forget. We know what you were thinking. But I loved theater. I loved all that stuff. So it was like they purposefully had to be like, let me choose the quiet kids to be in this, like the church play. And I'm like, but I like doing it. They don't even want to. I think I was Jesus one year. Well, Gavin, good for you. I was, del- I was jealous. Gavin was Jesus. Right? Okay, was shout out to too. Gavin Murray. <laughs> Hey, he's fighting fires in the French Quarter now. Oh, well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So we got on the subject of this because I wanted to say, have you guys ever seen, like, um, movies where they have, like... Okay, have you seen the movie Four Christmases? Oh, I just watched that movie for the first time last week. With Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, Bits and Pieces. It's a good one. It's a good one. Hey, do you remember the part where it was with Reese Witherspoon's mother's family and they had to go to that Christian church and it was like super radical and they got called on stage and okay. So I was in Michigan and like we're going over like what we're going to do and I'm like I want to experience everything Michigan has to offer and let side note let me say it was the most quintessential Christmas I've ever had because I've never been to a Christmas where you actually spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day rotating to different family members houses to visit all your family members and it was it was so cool it would actually uh, that sounds exhausting no it was it was so cool because it was like I was like I feel like I'm in a movie I'm like oh walking up to the next in like this old school like house and like knocking on the door did and you bring like, pie yes from Costco <laughs> yes you didn't even make it I was a guest I'm it's not my own kitchen I'm not you know what I mean <laughs> I didn't have that option. So Do you know how to bake a pie? 
I actually like baking, Chris, because it's all about like following the directions. <laughs> it's a science. It is. Baking so it's very easy. Um, uh, I can't bake. Well, you just got to follow the directions. Hey, homeless guy right behind you guys right now. <gasps> just. He does look homeless. He, no, he is homeless, though. But Sorry, guys. We are in a be. New Orleans bar. Where are we? Bayou. Bayou Beer Garden. Bayou Beer Garden. And Not I feel bad for all of our. Hang out. So, you guys, Khaleesi's, all of our boyfriends and girlfriend are just sitting at Patrick. Blake, Miranda are sitting at the bar right now just watching us do a podcast. I feel so bad. They're, it looks like they're watching sports, though. That's what I just said. Oh. And so, <laughs> back to my point. Um, so, we were going over what we were going to do for Christmas. And uh, his sister was like, we're going to go to a non-denominational church. And I'm like, wait. Oh. I'm like, wait. I've seen four Christmases. <laughs> I don't... I'm not, Chris, if you saw this movie, you'd be dying right now, honestly, if you knew what I was talking about, because I start freaking out. I mean, I'm imagining what this would be like based on your description, but. They like have to get, you just, everyone's like really intense and like praising the Lord. Like you think it's like the Backstreet Boys up there, like from like 2001, you know what I mean? Like, and it's it's, like church on TV. There's like a big TV screen. It's like you're in a concert, but it's, yeah, it's church. It's like what you see in church on TV. And so I'm like, ah, well, you know, I'm down for, I'm down for anything, but like, I'm, I'm, I am freaked the F out. I am scared. Just wait. So I am building this up in my head. This is before you went. This is before I went and I am freaking out and I'm, I'm talking to Patrick's dad about it. I'm like, listen, I, I don't like singing and I'm, I go, I, I grew up going to Catholic masses and I mouth the songs like I've never actually sang them you know what I mean like I I, all well who's actually singing them if we're all mouthing them the the choir and a few people okay well I mouth them so like I I'm worse I don't I don't just like boycott it and be like no I'm gonna do what I want and I'm just not gonna sing I mouth it you know but I I'm still like panicking while I'm mouthing it like is someone gonna look over at me and be like you're not actually singing you know, like I, I get anxiety and I start sweating and I'm like complaining to Patrick's dad and to Patrick. And I'm like, I, please don't want to bring me on stage or nominate me for any skit. Like I am just like freaking out. Says the girl that was pissed that she couldn't get on the skits in Catholic school. Oh no, I only like real <laughs> productions, you know, where you get to practice. Oh, excuse me. I don't like anything that's like, you know, improv. Not an improv. No, like I, I'm, it's not like raise your hand from the audience. I, I don't like that. No, like I need to be able to like prepare what's my inspiration for this character i'm kidding okay i'm kidding but so we go i'm freaking out the whole entire car ride and i just like keep repeating myself like i I can't sing i don't want to do this like i i please nobody embarrass me and we get there and it's non-denominational first of all non-denominational in like a a theater that was like the sanger or like broadway okay and it's a full-on top of the line musical that's also a comedy and I'm like what? so into it I'm like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire when I say like I don't know who shout out okay to whoever created this play this musical because it was so like 2015 and they used like 2015 lingo and all the singers were so good and it was like a it's like a Broadway musical and then that made after it was over, when, like, the pastor, like, started talking, he made it, like, I was like, yeah, whatever you say. I'm on board. Like, I was about to start being, like, hallelujah. I love it. Until we had to sing. Okay. And then you got all shy. 
Yes. So then at the end... You did what? At the end, they wanted us to sing. As a group. I didn't... You know what? I'm like... We lit our candles because, you know... They have those non-denominational churches where, like, they start with one candle burnt flame. And by the end of the time, you all have your own candles and you're, like, holding these candles. And it's, like, a beautiful thing, like, visually. Not in my heart because I'm, like, it's a lot of pressure. Like, what if, like, when I'm lighting the next person's candle, like, if I, like, fuck it up, you know, and, like, some (laughs) wax gets on somebody. So I'm, like, already, like, starting to panic. And then they want us to hold our candle up and sing as a group and I'm like "Mm, okay I have a choice you know I'm 27 now I feel like I should be able to choose whether I want to mouth the words or not I'm not you know obviously no chance in hell that I'm actually going to sing it but like I don't even think I'm going to mouth the words this time you badass you I'm going to watch and I enjoyed this church situation more than anything I ever have because I did what I wanted. I got to see a musical that was funny <laughs> and I got to just like say hallelujah in my head and then I'm like no, I'm going to light this candle. might burn somebody but I'm not going to sing. Then I put out the candle when it was over and I'm like yep, didn't sing shit but I enjoyed every part of it <laughs> and I rolled out. God's so happy with you. I just had to tell that story because I just, it was like, I thought I was, I, I was so scared because don't, do you not get anxiety when the songs come? I get anxiety at mass in general. The only time I ever really go to mass is when I have to go to a wedding. That's because you're so alternative. You I'm have to not, be like, you have to go like against everything that's normal. No, it's not that. I just, I, I just, it's just my belief and I, I just. It seems like fantasy to me. Stasi, you're trying to pull her string. <laughs> I get it. Ew. Okay. I, 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 there's a meditative aspect of me going to mass. Like, I don't go regularly. I, you go to plan the rest of your week. You go to sit and plan the rest of your week. Maybe. You think in your head without any distractions. Maybe, but it's, it's one of those times sing. where, like, so I don't take out my cell phone because obviously you don't want to be judged by the people around you. You cannot take out your cell I would that's, never do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, it's all an act. It's all an act. Shannon, you just shouldn't take out your there. cell phone. You I'm know just, what I mean? I mean, like, it's so it, it, it eliminates the temptation for me to take out my phone. So, like, it's the only time where I can, and yes, sure, I'll be addicted to my phone, but where I can justify turning it off and... Really just like, this is this is an hour on a Sunday that I can... Now, I don't go regularly. And by regularly, I mean I went to Christmas Mass and probably the first time I had been to church since, I don't know, months. But when I... So what's the point of going? Do you ever feel connected to what you're doing when you go to Mass? That's what I don't understand about people. Yeah, so I do feel connected. But, but, but there's also... Well, there's... All, no, not once a year, but there's also a meditative aspect to it where it's like people do meditation for mindfulness they don't have to be that's true buddhist or definitely true they i mean people do meditation just to meditate and clear their head and that's what happens when i go to mass so i mean it's different that's what i mean you get to whatever you want to think about i think about shoes i think about tradesy.com where you can get uh designer goods but like used so like you don't have to pay full price. So I think about like everything that I want to look up later on. So that's what you're no. thinking about. 
Oh my God, I wish it was. Well, but Trans- I mean, we're not, me. we're not here to convince you to go to mass, Shannon. We know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different for different people, right? Some people get that mindfulness when they work out. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I hate working loathe out. Loathe working to out. Their own, to, to each their, their own. own. I understand. I yeah, but I just wanted to share that story. Uh, side note, Casper mattresses. Um, you know that I sleep on a Casper mattress, and I get annoyed when anybody goes to actual like mattress stores and they pay a ton of money for mattresses when they're just getting marked up prices. Seriously, a normal mattress costs, mm, like a good one, over $1,500. You can get some mattresses for like $10,000. It's insane. But if you go to casper.com, uh, I'm telling you, if you're like looking for a twin mattress, it's only $500. And a king mattress, pretty sure that's like nine fifty. It's wow. insane. Yes, because they specialize in mattresses. So you're not going to a store where the prices are marked up. Right. You go to the source, and that's what they specialize in. So you're getting the best of the best. You're, like, cutting out the middleman. And uh, you know that that's what I sleep on. And, like, every time my friends do this podcast, when they've laid on my bed, they just, like, brag about it. But what's really great about mattress, uh, Casper Mattress is, and I... I made a mistake the last podcast because I said you could just try it out for 30 days. It's actually 100 days. So you can have a Casper mattress, buy it, have it for 100 days, three months, actually three months and like .02, right? Something like that. If you don't like it, send it back and there's no questions asked. Casper mattresses. Casper mattresses. It's the best. And I get tweets all the time from you guys when you... Nice. I really do. From people saying, I used your code and I tried Casper and thank you. And uh, I just saw on Instagram that Kylie Jenner uses Casper mattresses. So go fuck yourselves. And they ship it in a box. They do. Yeah, you get it in a box. I'm moving to Chicago. So anybody that lives in Chicago, I need friends. Let me me know if you're there. But seriously... (laughs) Shout thinking out. about getting a Casper mattress when I move there because no, it's the easiest way. It's going to be a huge pain in the ass to move my mattress all the way across the country, and I have a king size mattress, so like, I don't want to move that thing. I'd yes. rather just have it shipped to my apartment and just be there on my doorstep. It is so easy. That is what's so good about Casper mattresses. So if you guys go to www.casper.com slash Stasi, uh, then you type in my code Stasi at the end, S-T-A-S-S-I, you get $50 towards any mattress. So if you're buying like a twin size mattress for your kid, that's a $450 mattress. That's unheard of. And it's a good one. So your kid's going to have a good back for like ever. You know and what I mean? Spend the, spend the extra money on an elf. Spend the, <laughs> there you go. spend the extra money there you go. on the elf on the shelf. Maybe get two. You know what I mean? <laughs> Buddy gets lonely. Double your load. <laughs> but for realsies, please go to casper.com slash Stassi. Then type in my code at the end. $50 off. Just try it. Because honestly, if you just, if you take it, it's literally, it, you don't have to pay for anything if you return it. So that is what's up. So yeah, you guys. I said I have an announcement to make. And it's it's really funny because I know what the Shannon thinks the announcement is in her head. Just from I have a couple of ideas, but I want to hear you no say it first. I probably have. No well, my idea. announcement is is well. First part of it, I am finally an adult. Like I have like realized, like I am finally an adult. It's a scary feeling, isn't it? Yes, and I am going to tell you why. 
Let's hear it. I've now chosen to be loyal to an airline. Delta? Delta. I like Delta, too. Wait, I wasn't expecting you to say Delta because I don't want this to be an ad. Okay. What did you think I was going to say? That I was she pregnant? She thought you were pregnant. Oh. I was probably thinking baby, but... After we just went on a 20-minute rant about but not wanting... After I've been drinking babies, all week long, like, <laughs> you thought I was pregnant. No. Sorry. Uh, I feel like everyone's going to be like, you're a dick. You said you had a big announcement. And honestly, I didn't expect for it to like last this long. So I was going to like say it. And then 10 minutes later, I was going to say what my announcement was. So it wasn't so climactic and then anticlimactic when I actually said it. So I'm really sorry. But we just got carried away with the conversation. It was a little anticlimactic. Yes, because it's something more exciting. Because the whole conversation was supposed to be about this. So uh, fail on my part. So why 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 do you feel so like an adult? Loyal. Oh, loyal to Okay, well, first of all, I mean, I really want to get into an adult conversation, but let me just tell you real fast about airlines. Yeah, so um, uh, I've always been the person to, like, just go for the cheapest option. You know, cheaptickets.com, kayak. After the last, like, five trips I went on, I'm like, this shit sucks. And you end up just, like, paying more in terms of, like, maybe your luggage or maybe just, like, alcohol because of sanity. You know what I mean? It's just a shitty, like, I'm so over other airlines. Patrick and I were on two American airline flights to Michigan. It was the worst. Literally the worst. Our, both of our flights were delayed, each one, two hours, because they said they had major technical problems. Ugh. Well, I feel safe. Broken plane. Yeah. They didn't even have TVs on the back of every single, every single seat. Uh-uh. I don't go on planes unless they have a TV on the Agreed. back. Otherwise, I'll just blow my brains out. I don't have a Xanax prescription well, anymore. So what am I supposed plane, to do? So. Bum. I just like saying, I've just always wanted to say bomb on a plane. To the NSA agents listening to this podcast right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. But yes. So I've decided after... After careful consideration and research, not only is Virgin America a contender, but it doesn't go everywhere. So I have decided to go with Delta. I am now a member. I'm getting Sky Miles. This is not an ad. I wish it was. Delta, pay me. I have the app. I, like, upgrade to, like, shit all the time. Not first class. Let's be real. I'm not there yet. But I upgrade to, like, the next class. I feel like I'm on the Titanic when I'm on Delta because I'm like, which class am I at where I'm going to be let off first if there is a problem? <laughs> you know? There you know you what I mean? I know. Definitely I know. thankful I'm not in row 36 <laughs> next to the toilets because they're not letting me off first. No way. They're going to go first class. That takes two seconds. This is how I think. And then sky priority. They're going to be like, who are the youngest ones? And I'm like, 27, totally probably me. Everybody else is like in their 40s or 50s or right. older. So I feel like I have the best chance of survival if I'm on Delta in the sky priority. <laughs> and I'm already going to be watching a movie because they let you watch the movie before it even takes off. So like I'm already like engrossed in something. So like when the plane does fall, I'm already watching like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So I'm like, it doesn't even matter. I'm dying in happiness. You know what I mean? You get to watch a good movie while you go down. Exactly. but it, I, I get it. I get it. I, I do now feel like I am an adult because I never thought that I would 
be like a member. A member. I'm a I'm a Delta member. You're a Delta. That marketing team makes you feel real important. It does. No, it's the experience that I've had on their flights. Chris, you work in uh, the aviation, like aviation. <laughs> so, what I, are your I'm, thoughts on this? I'm not a Delta flyer. Why? Actually, this isn't an ad, and they're not paying me, so feel free to just like, go against whatever I just said. Uh, it's not a it's not a why or why not. I mean, if the opportunity came and I had an opportunity to if it if it posed a financial uh, benefit for me to fly Delta, I would fly Delta if I couldn't get a Southwest flight. Southwest. Yeah. Ew. I love Southwest. Why? Because you know people. What's that? Because you know people? No, no. I don't know anybody that works for I wish I knew then people Then why that do you give Southwest. me the reasons you like Southwest? Well Because it's cheap. It is affordable. It is affordable and I don't have to worry about the you know my what bags else is? check. Spirit. Yes, but but <laughs> but with Southwest I get to check my bags for free. So okay. I don't have to worry about... Okay, so I'll give you that. Anytime I fly Southwest, I drop my bags off, like, boom, I'm done. Okay, I like that. And okay. I don't have to worry about anything carrying... I only bring my backpack on the plane, and I'm good to go. Okay. They also let you watch TV from your... Like, they don't have TVs because you watch them from your devices. So it's a phone, an iPad, or so a you, laptop. So do you have to pay for the Wi-Fi? You have to pay for Wi-Fi, but not go, to watch... GoGoInFlight.com. Another this is not an ad. ad. No, I'm so annoyed. This needs. I hope that like if I give them enough shout outs that they'll be like, we'll sponsor so your podcast. All of your listeners will start blowing these companies up on Twitter. <laughs> right? Yankee Candle. I talk about that shit all the time. And you know what? They emailed me and I was, sorry, side note, offended because they were like, we've heard that you like Yankee Candle on your podcast. We would like you to film a YouTube video and help us with this big uh, like promotion thing. And I'm like, mm, wrote them back. You know, I'm not even going to send this to my lawyer because you didn't even offer to pay me. Like, I don't, what, make a video for free? Do you know the production, like, that? how long that cost? Like, like, like I'm going to do free, sh you didn't even offer me free shit. Like, I'm basically, you want me to be your slave, Yankee Candle. Pretty much. I like your merchandise, but I don't like you. Anyway, so, Southwest. So back to Southwest. So, Side note on Southwest, and this is a, I guess, guilty pleasure confession. When I get on Southwest, they give you certain channels you can watch live, which is, you know, anything That's from good. NBC to ESPN to Disney channels for kids and all that. Or you can watch shows that they have saved, right? So, like, you yeah. can watch a bunch of different shows. 90 Day Fiance, Scream Queens. For whatever reason, they have a lot of HGTV shows. Ooh, love that too. My favorite. House Hunters International. And yes! Because I don't pay, I don't have cable, I will watch hours of HGTV, so people judge me when they're sitting on, the, when I'm sitting on the plane and people around me are expecting me to watch football or whatever is on ESPN Sports Center, and it. I'm watching this married couple renovate a house love in it. Texas. Oh, I love so it. you're like a pro at interior design now, right? No, but I know what a farm sink is. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. What's up, kids? Patrick, Patrick just brought me another beer. Yeah, you did. Kind man. What'd you get? Thank what kind you. Of beer? Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Right? It looks different right now. There's no orange in there it. Maybe it's no not orange. a blue. Maybe he sent me a leftover. Maybe he saw one at the end of the bar and was like, Stassi will take that. No one wants it. It doesn't look totally full either. It's not. It's We're an IPA. We're just plugging all kind of companies you're not getting money then. for. No, you're right. It's an IPA. <laughs> okay, well, it's not Blue Moon. It's an IPA. Um, Southwest. Okay. 
Cool. And their planes are their seats it's are bigger. And their seats are bigger. So like I feel like so I get more Delta leg Sky room. Priority. Yeah, but I'm not a priority mile person, whatever. And so I, everyone's treated the same on Southwest. Well, I don't like that. Well. And you don't you have to run for your seats like your A, B, or C? Oh no, I can't do that. I think that's if you know weird. how to work it and you check in at exactly. Okay, now I'm not, see, I'm not going to give this Patrick tip away. Patrick and I did Southwest because and I got it's so much, much anxiety strategy. about that, and I'm like, I, I no. no, I need yeah, to just be right. able to no purchase one, my seats. Everyone ever should check in an hour before the flight so that the people that know what they're doing can get the great seats. Okay, you know what? If you know a way to beat the system the way my sister does at Disneyland, if you've listened to this podcast, you know what I'm talking about. You know, then join Southwest. But I'm a little lazy. I agree. So I just don't have what it takes. I want my assigned seat. Absolutely. I want to know that there is a TV there. And like, I just, I just need, I just need to be half ass pampered. I'm not first class. But I'm like half-ass pampered. You know what I mean? Agreed. I recently went to New York. You know what? I'm gonna embarrass this person. Sorry. Uh oh. With Rachel O'Brien, who's on my podcast a lot. She's a comedian, and Kristen Doty, who's on Vanderpump Rules. Right. And we went to Delta Sky Priority together. We had to go to New York, and Kristen thought she was in first class. And Rachel and I literally just buried our heads the whole entire time (laughs) in our labs, just dying. Because Kristen's one of those people that's like, I'm going to just beat the system in any way I can, which like all power to like, I admire that when you have the balls. I don't have the balls to do that. I really don't at all. And it was just really, it was, it was a very, it was an, it was a, it was a funny Flight experience. Shout out to Kristen Doty and Wait, so what do you mean she She's like I'm I'm on I we paid for Sky Priority and we paid to to sit together, which in all fairness, like we we did actually specify to like you we paid extra to sit next to each other and then when we got there on both of our flights going there and going back they had separated all of us so it's like what if i was in a relationship with someone it was a romantic trip like that's annoying you know what i mean so she kept being like i'm don't worry i'll take care of it i will race hell until i take care of it meanwhile i'm like fuck i'll just i'll just drink myself until i go to sleep (laughs) and watch movies like i just don't want to bother people you know what i mean just as long as i'm still in sky priority like Wait, Whatever. so what is Sky Priority, though? It's like this, this like, middleman area. So it's to where like you like, get somewhat more leg room and, like, fancier snacks? And fancier snacks, and people treat you slightly. It's like, it's like people in Delta are taught how to treat people in three different classes. Like, I'm definitely not first class, but you have to be a little nicer than coach. It's like... They have to be a little but nicer to me. But still in the coach section. But still in the coach section. It's like a, it's like. It's not worth it. You get a little bit more leg room. A little bit more leg you room. You know what? It, this is how I can describe it. You know what I mean? It's like instead of just uploading your shit to Pornhub, you're being paid to do porn. Okay. All right. So it's not classy at all. <laughs> But you're still getting a little more perks. I get it. I get it. So have you seen, have you been inside the new terminal that Delta built at LAX where they spent like over $200 million? Well, I go to LAX like once a month. So yeah, they spent like $200 million on this VIP, like 
uber well. Um, you no, must, I don't think I've been there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No one's taken me to see. That's what I tell you. Sky Priority, you are not VIP. And Kristen thought she was, so I just was laughing the whole time. She's not like, a VIP We are not. Yet. We are not VIP, okay? But I am... You're totally on the way. entertained by you acting like we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was okay with that. But, okay. So, the whole point of this podcast was to be like, I now realize I'm an adult because I am not only am I just like loyal to, there's another random dude right behind you guys right now who's like looking in. Oh, We're hunting okay. for ghosts, sir. Sorry. We're hunting for ghosts. We're hunting for ghosts. Hunting for ghosts. Yes. Yeah. But so I, I've chosen my airline. But then when I met up with you guys the other night, me and Patrick came, just to everybody listening, we met up with all with Shannon and Chris and a bunch of our other friends that we have known since kindergarten. They're all, except for us three, married yep. with a child or engaged, except for us three. And I was just like, wow, okay, cool. Everyone's growing up, but we're all... It was cool to be like, wow, we're all self-sufficient. We all have our shit together. Shannon is moving to France for a year. Chris is moving to Chicago. Like, yeah, things are happening. It's like weird. I woke up this morning and took my Christmas year-end bonus and put it in my savings account. Wow. That was really depressing to do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good for you. That's impressive. I know, but it was really depressing because there's a whole lot of crap that I would like to purchase, but I had to be an adult about But that's money. amazing. But isn't it's it weird that we're like 27 and 28? You're 28. You're 27. 27 still. And like technically we've been adults for a while. You know what I mean? Like honestly, the moment I like had the first thought that I wasn't an adult was when I turned 25 and I'm like, what? I'm not on my parents' health insurance anymore. That's it. Shit's getting real. Yeah, that you know? sucks. But we're still technically adults at that time and like paying rent or whatever we need to do. You gotta worry about your credit score. Oh, well, I'm still working on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit's not... I You'll get there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's on fleek. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. My credit is not a whole on fleek. Podcast. But I just feel like, like, have you guys had these moments? You know, like I choose to have mushrooms on my pizza. You know, you're an adult when you're choosing to have mushrooms. Oh no! On your See, pizza. I know I'm not an adult when I eat pizza because I still eat half a pizza. So. <laughs> <laughs> by myself. Okay, well, honestly, I've been eating half a pizza by myself since I was like 11, hence why I was chunky in high school. <laughs> Let's be real. You know what I mean? But there are these weird things that make us feel like, do you feel like an adult? Do you feel like, are you now at the point where you realize like, yep, we're, like, you can't just like not, like, you can't get away with buying your parents Christmas presents with their own money. Right. You're, and, and and it is. It's there's so much more responsibility and and everything. I don't have help from. I, I mean, granted, I haven't had help from my parents since I was like 22. But you know, it is. It, it's these different things you have to worry about that you didn't worry about when you were younger. And it's depressing. I'm not gonna front. It's pretty depressing. It's tough. 
It's tough. It's hard being an adult. I realize now, because I think, so we're all pretty fortunate having our parents the way that we grew up and the lifestyle that we had growing up. Yeah. And Not that we were, we weren't even bougie. We were just no, very... No, 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 no. I think all of our parents did well, a very good job. I'm just explaining to listeners. Yeah, sure. That we didn't grow up bougie. It was very, like... What do you say? I don't want to say standard because was, I don't know what the standard is. It was comfortable. Is. I would say comfortable. But we still had to have jobs and we still had to... Like I, we, we we didn't weren't, have, money wasn't thrown at us. Yeah. Like it wasn't... We were, we were all pretty humble. And to an extent. I mean, yeah. like we all had... We, but we did. We, went, we were able to go on nice vacations. We went to nice schools. We were able to... Well, let's to, be real. You know what? We spent our spring break in Pensacola, Florida. I wouldn't say that was <laughs> a nice vacation. <laughs> You know, at a motel. It was fun, though. I'm trying to take, We're a little you know, hood appreciate rat. something here, Stas. But <laughs> getting to the point now where, like, I have the utmost respect, especially when I was in college or after graduating college, the utmost respect for people that have to put themselves through college. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And are in mounds of student debt and, like having zero help from their family not because their parents could didn't ha- didn't want to help them but could not help them right like of course i have friends that graduated from you know a state school in louisiana which is not a very expensive school got a good education but still graduated with a lot of debt because their parents they didn't come from families that they couldn't graduate i feel like that's like 70% debt. of like the us for sure you know what i mean yeah. Okay, that was like a random ass percentage. I actually don't know how much. I just feel just like making it's a, shit up at this point. I just feel like it's a lot of people. I hear about it that is. all the time. It is, but I think us in Louisiana though, we had tops though. So and a lot of schools have state tuition help. I mean, like yeah, I know my family that lives in Florida. They have the same system. I know a lot, but even with that, and and it was cheaper for us tuition-wise to go, and I don't, I mean, for, for Shannon and I, obviously, Stas, you were in California, so I don't know what your tuition was. Hey, I want was. my first year at LSU. My dad was like, cool, it's free. And then I'm like, but I don't want to do that. Well, and it's che- I it was go cheaper for us Angeles. to go to college, cheaper for us to go to college from a tuition standpoint than it was for our high school tuition. Now, yes. that doesn't include the fact that we were all living on our own with living expenses and books and all that, which obviously adds up over time, but... Right. You know, I graduated without any debt, and that's all because of my parents. And Yeah, that's lucky. All the debt that I have is because I got a credit card, and I was like, cool, I can go to Express. <laughs> Express. You know what I mean? You ran up a credit card debt you at know Express? You you were a hood rat when you spent Ex- your money at Express. <laughs> you know what I mean? That oh, was God, like, I'm that ashamed was like of myself. Freshman, sophomore year of high school, probably. Yeah, pretty much. And Abercrombie and Fitch shirts. Yes, I'm pretty sure Abercrombie and Fitch was on my, 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 is in my, is in my collection probably situation. So. Probably so. Great. <laughs> Hollister shout out. <laughs> Another brand Stasi's not getting any money from. <laughs> I don't like that stuff anymore, let's be honest. But you know what I mean? Like, I've just had these moments. Like, when I met up with you guys at the restaurant the other night, me and Patrick, and I'm like, wow, I'm so... I'm going to get emo a little bit. She's going to start crying. I'm not going to start crying because I'm doing my podcast. podcast. So I'm not going (laughs) to. The first podcast that she cries (laughs) on. I'm not going to cry. But I felt so thankful, first of all, and emotional that, like, I have... That I didn't even know that everybody... like. I invited you two and two other people, and I didn't know that we had so many people show up that we grew up with that I, 
and everyone was so everyone is so kind that's what it is every single person that is in our group that we grew up with since we were little kids is so kind that's the one thing that everyone had in common and I like sat there just like watching everyone and the way that everyone interacts and regardless of what we're all doing at, like our friend Ali has a baby and is married and then these two dudes are engaged and then this guy is married is married and like painting his fence for fun you know what I mean it's, and we're all like I'm like what the fuck me and Patrick are like we live in LA in a, an apartment that like what you guys have houses you're moving to France you're going to Chicago you don't want to get married you don't want to get married you do eventually but not right now like but we're all everyone is so I'm not gonna say we you guys were are all so kind and so thoughtful and the way that everybody just takes care of each other in terms of just being good people and that's what Patrick said to me like when Patrick came back he was just like I don't like he's like I've it's insane that you have so many kind friends. Like, they all made sure I was, like, all of you guys made sure Patrick, like, wasn't ignored. Like, you guys all were open to him. And, you know, it was just... And that's, I was... It was... And it I is. have good friends. So, basically, I'm here to brag about my friends. <laughs> well, it's the reason why we're still friends is because we still like each other I mean, and we're still nice to each other. Yeah. I mean, if we weren't nice to each other and we didn't like each other, we wouldn't be friends for this long. Well, so. And, and I think it's because we had really great parents who taught us well and taught us to be kind people. And and, and it was our, easy growing up that all of our, friend, our parents were friends right. to some extent. Well, that's right. true. Um... But it makes me feel bad, like every time I see you guys, that I don't keep in touch more. So then I feel like a dick. But we you don't sh- keep in touch either. You know, you, she, you know? we Chris, try to FaceTime. We Chris? try to FaceTime Stassi at no, three no, no, in the morning, no, no. and she won't ever answer I'm our FaceTime. Chris, keep, Chris keeps in touch. That's because, first of all, Chris keeps in touch um, way better than me or you or anybody else. Yeah. Um, you do try and FaceTime me, Chris, but it's like when <laughs> Patrick has finally gotten home. Normally. <laughs> Like, he's finally gotten there, so now I'm in bed sleeping. Or, like, even if he's not there, I'm, like, ugly with, like, all my face masks on. I'm, like, I don't Robert know who he's leaving. with. It's usually when Robert around. and I are leaving the bar at, like, 3 or 4 a.m. in New Orleans. And, like, yeah, I'm like, like I'm let's call Stassi. She'll be up. It's, if, it's only three hours behind there. What if he's with someone that's going to judge? Right. But I do feel bad I that. that, like, I we don't – you guys get to keep in touch because you guys are here. But I, I just – it makes me – because you guys are the best friends. Go ahead, shed a, so shed a tear. Shed a tear. Shed a tear. I'm not going to shed a tear. I am profesh right now. <laughs> but you guys are the best. I am very thankful that I have you guys. We love you, Stas. We know what a good person you are. And, and you've grown up with us, so we know, we know you. Thank you. You know? A lot of people would be surprised to hear that. I know. But, like, <laughs> Stassi Schroeder is the shit. And she's like, you Wait, were, I'm sorry. Can you you were, were, what did you just say? Stassi Schroeder is the shit. Whoa. <laughs> Words Shannon has never uttered, ever. Bullshit. No, because you guys. I've always said you are the type of friend who, even if we don't speak for however long, 
I know that I can count on you to be there for me for whatever I need. If I, I could call you after not talking for a year and I know you would be there for me, and vice versa. Yeah. And that's what's important and that's what's special and something that I could never replicate with anyone else. And that's the best part about our, our friendships growing you. up. <laughs> it's true, though. I know. It's true. I know. I love you. <laughs> Isn't that weird, though, that when we get it together, is. it's like just like no time has passed. No time has passed. And we're sitting and doing a, a podcast in a middle in the middle of a dirty bar <laughs> when people, people are looking people at us. Up to us. And I'm like, people no worries. We're just searching for the, the ghosts. <laughs> I'm just looking around for the ghosts. But I think ghost equipment. The reason why we're still good friends for this long, because there was a time in college where I think... Well, I don't know about you two, but I definitely lost touch with you, Stas, because you were in California and I was in Lafayette, and Shannon was here in, in New Orleans for a good bit, and so, like, Shannon and I would catch up every once in a while, but there were a few years where we didn't yeah. talk a whole lot, and uh, I think that the quality of a friendship is where you can do exactly pick up where you left off, and it's not awkward. Like, yeah. the heart, the, It's the never been awkward. That's the thing. There's never been anything awkward. It's the just worst like thing it, about friendships is when like you you want to text someone or you want to call someone, but you yeah. know that it's going to be kind of uncomfortable in the beginning. So it takes a little bit of work to get past that, and you've got to make a conscious decision to do that and like restart that friendship. And you know, for some people, it's almost like starting over from the beginning. Whereas like with us, it's a very low maintenance friendship. It's a super low maintenance. It's like we're, we're all in the same wavelength. Right. right. You know, all on the same like we get it. We have the same type and, of, and nobody gets nobody gets like butt hurt from like yeah. not being. Well, you haven't talked to me right. for this long. Nobody's yeah. keeping score. To, nobody's keeping score, and and that's what's so special about it is that we can we cannot talk for however long, and it's still the same, and and nothing changes, and we still love each other as much as we did when we were five years old. And that's one thing I think. Before I had like. Botox and exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> when her hair was black. When my hair when was black. Hair was, and and I didn't have hair skin. skin. <laughs> and there was no spray tan. <laughs> oh my God, is everything about me fake? <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it. I try. We were even friends with her when she lost a reality show in her own town. That's oh yeah, Amazing Race. That was. We don't need to go oh. there. You know, I don't, I don't really, you know, you I just forgot you know what? about that. I thought you were a friend, and you just <laughs> you just dug a little too fucking deep. Now you didn't expect us not to bring up old times. Silence. <laughs> it's on Google. It's on Google. I thought I was gonna spend this whole podcast talking about how we're adults. Like I go to Home Depot and pick out my, pick out my paint colors and shit. You know what I mean? Thank you. You do that too? Oh my god, I do that. I want to paint my front door. Oh, a, do it. It's so much fun. What? A pastel blue, more of like a a French countryside chic blue. You need to see my apartment. What? Is it is it that? It's the it? most chic shade of blue because oh. it's it's almost gray. It's like it's so light, light that it could be a neutral and it just oh makes god. your apartment look so about. clean. I know what you're and about. I have white uh, crown molding. Oh. Shiny white though. I picked like got the shiny one, so my ceiling is shiny. I'm just white. saying. Let me know when y'all need a farm sink. Oh. I totally have the farm sink under control. <laughs> What's a farm sink? Okay, you guys. 
Thank you so much, Shannon. I didn't think you were going to come. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, honestly. No, I didn't. Okay, Chris and I were like, we all went to dinner tonight. And I'm like, I don't think Shannon's going to make it. It was a legitimate, legitimate question. So I'm like, we need to We'd like. We still love you if you didn't come. But I it know. wasn't out of the realm of but possibility. But I'm so impressed. I'm and I'm so, I I'm so thankful because this was such a fun podcast. And um, so much fun. And, and I'm still sober. And you are. Well, Chris is always sober. And, and my I'm ride. still drunk. And Shannon is still, well, like me, still drunk. <laughs> uh, Shannon doesn't really have social media at all. I don't. No. You don't even have an Instagram? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I tried looking for you every, like, periodically. I'll try looking for you on Instagram. And I'm like, she still doesn't have it. Okay, so don't even bother finding this chick because she doesn't exist. And I then, forgot her uh, birthday because she's not on Facebook anymore. I know. I feel I, it's like, like one of the only birthdays asshole. that I ever remember. I always forget everybody else's. And she but remembered Shannon's mine. I only remember. I don't even. April 3rd. Sorry. Okay. Only because it's your sister's oh! birthday. Do I, not try is, to take credit for I'm that. I'm not going to take credit for it. It's only because it's Georgie's birthday. I, I know. Okay. Chris, your social media. Do you have. Um, Everything I do, but I only I don't really use I have Instagram, but don't ever use it Twitter. Yeah, I use just that give your handles and your Facebook just, I Facebook. I'm, I'm trying to get off of it. I'm not really okay. So basically you guys don't know Twitter. So no Twitter one that's is, listening could ever follow you guys No, Twitter is Chris grow just C-H-R-I-S-G-R-O-H Wow, you got that Simple. That's like, I was trying to get at Stassi on Instagram and Twitter, and it was like, I was so close to getting it. And then finally they were like, we can't, like, cancel the ones that have already gotten it. I'm like, why? I'm just going to reach out to them. Just buy it. It's yeah. just like an awkward, very egocentric thing to do. So, like, I don't want, I don't know how far I want to go with that. That's it's true. An, now I feel like someone's going to hear this. Very like, egocentric, though. <laughs> all right, this is where Shannon needs to stop. I know. Because <laughs> she's going to get into a rant. Well, no, all social media is egocentric. Very self indulgent. But I am self indulgent. Sure. Well, we know this. Yeah. And we love you for and it. And I love you for it. It's it is also my job. That's true. It is her job. I totally get it. You gotta make the Ooh, uh, by the way, just, uh, okay, so at Chris Grow. G-R-O-H, not G-R-O-W. It doesn't matter. He doesn't use it. So, like, honestly, don't even bother. I'll post a photo, but it's, like, not going to mean anything because they don't care. I don't have headphones, so I have absolutely no idea what she's saying. It's okay. Um, I'm I'm finishing up. Uh, Khaleesi, sorry about the whole Patrick, uh, Adam Graham thing. Uh, I will redo that. And Adam Graham is now coming to L.A., so I will do a podcast with him there. And also, my dad did get me that Scream Queen's portrait, which I will tell you the scene that it's in. It's in the underground hallway of the Kappa uh, sorority house. So, I'm going to go back and look on my... I'm going to post this photo, whatever. I'll explain later. I'm so sorry if you couldn't hear this podcast because we are in a bar that's like louder than anything I've ever experienced. It feels like... James you know what? Brown. I feel like if there was a microphone in a pregnant woman's belly with the fetus while it gave birth... Wow, this podcast came full circle. It would like sound this. like this. You know, yeah. as like the baby held the microphone it was as it was coming totally. out of the fallopian tube? No, nope. no, I don't know. No, that's um, where the egg comes out. I don't know, baby. The uterus or some shit. Anyway, cervix. Maybe I don't know. I don't have any of these parts. And uh, <laughs> happy new year. Bye.